Want to visit Tel Aviv? New East Austin restaurant, Ezel, is on a mission to take you there. With decor so vibrant it almost glows. And a seafood-rich northern Israeli menu. So, is this mission a fail? Or is it fabulous? Welcome to the latest podcast edition of Out vs. In, where we share our adventures of eating out with friends and family in popular Austin, Texas restaurants, and then our subsequent attempts to recreate these restaurant meals at home with ingredients from the likes of Whole Foods, H-E-B, Amazon, Central Market, and Costco. All in our never-ending and noble quest to discover if any eat-out spot is worth diner's money and time or better to pass by and eat in. Today, we're sharing the story of our visit to Ezov in the summer of 2023. Fun fact, Ezov is the Hebrew word for the herb hyssop. Sorry if I mispronounced that. And our Eden at home challenger will be our beloved H-E-B. So our question again, is this mission a fail or is it fabulous? The verdict? It is fabulous. Or rather, Zemetsuyan. Even Ezov's entryway lights look good enough to lick like an ice cream cone. Never mind the food. I do have two cons, now that I've been to Ezov's three times. But let's start off with the pros, because in the end, Ezov still gets the win. Number one, the environment. Ezov's feels like some kind of grown-up candy shop. With its jewel-bright colors, fluffy textures, and playful graffiti. Being surrounded by it all is, in a word, fun. We felt happier just being there. By the way, they have pink and white Hebrew writing all over one wall. Ten points if you can begin to guess what this word say. I'll share the answer when we get to the full story. But it's so darn, what was that word again? Fun. Number two, the flavors. Varied, unique, savory, and so satisfying. More anon, but every dish we tried was good. I'll give an early shout out to the crudo, which was as vivacious as the decor. Pink, green, and gold. It practically glowed. Ooh, ah. Number three, the portions. They're plentiful and complete. And by complete, I mean you're not left wondering if the chef forgot to put something on your plate. Seriously? Which is one of the main reasons we gave Ezov's sister restaurant, Kanji, a reluctant thumbs down. The hummus. Yes. This is technically covered by number two, the flavors. But the hummus is so, so creamy smooth and perfect tasting that it deserves a call out all on its own. Azov's chef, Bertie Richter, once ran a food trailer called, get this, Hummus Among Us. <laughs> hummus Among Us, fantastic name. So I guess this shouldn't be a surprise. As for cons, let's begin with those caveats I mentioned. Number one, the upsell. Ezov pushes hard for diners to order at least two plates each. And hey, we hold these truths to be self-evident. All stomachs are not created equal. This was too much food for us and for our friends who joined us on our most recent visit. It might not have been as much of a problem, <laughs> except for the pacing. Unlike another small plate restaurant we adore, the Odd Duck, 
Ezo also pushes hard for diners to order everything at once. Then they bring it out to you in such rapid succession go, go. that A, you don't get a moment to realize you're full and don't need any more. <sighs> B, your table is crowded. And C, the servers end up trying to take away items you might not be completely finished with to make space. And trust me, you want to hang on to this life-changing hummus until every last bite is in your mouth. Three. Okay, I said two, but three sounded kind of harsh up front. You could end up facing a wall. Another reason we didn't like kanji. It almost happened to us this time, but we were shown to a table at the end of a row, and James was able to turn his chair to look out into the restaurant. Note to Emmer and Rye. Stop doing that. Emmer and Rye are the parent hospitality company for Azov's and Kanji and some other Austin restaurants. Anyway, even if my math didn't add up or subtract down, and wow, what a coincidence. Four pros minus three cons, it does. The pros at Azov outweigh the cons. It's a delicious, effervescent blast of culture and food. So, get a reservation now, but maybe try pushing back on that order it all at once thing. Wait, 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 wait. Unless you're a fast eater, and or know exactly how many small plates you're able to consume before you even see them. Two, T, W, O. Neat trick if you can do that. In the meantime, for more detail, it's time for the full story. Getting there and settled. Ezovs is located in a part of Austin that still feels like the ATX of old. It's 6.30 p.m. on a Thursday night, and we easily find a spot on a side street filled with small bungalow houses and leafy trees. A man watering his lawn, no shirt or shoes, shirt, shirt or shoes <laughs> calls, Hey, y'all, nice evening, yeah, as we pass by. Banjo music drifts from an open window. Azov itself is more modern-looking, surrounded by industrial fencing and fronted by a floor-to-ceiling wall of glass. But it's also wrapped by a low wall covered in bright graffiti. The edgy, urban combination works. A passerby can't help but want to see what's inside. A 20-something host in a white string top greets us warmly and indulges my geek out over the amazing lights. All custom-made for us, he says. I like that he says us. A host that feels ownership in the restaurant says good things about management. As we follow him to our table, the glorious decor continues. The pink tile in the bar top recalls bathrooms of the 1950s. I recently regrouted one, so I know what I'm talking about. But the bright red grout in this case makes it new again. More graffiti spans the black walls. White Hebrew writing mixed with splashes of more pink. What's it say? I ask. Our host winks. It's the lyrics from Britney Spears' Toxic. Get out, I say. He giggles. <laughs> no, you get out. Don't you just love a guy who can giggle? We order two of Ezov's, Ezov's specialty cocktails. Sorry, I'm going to mispronounce that sometimes. Right away. Which Romantic Spots Austin describes as inspired by Tel Aviv nightlife. Groovy. I choose Aphrodite's crown and James opts for an equinox. Then he angles his chair so he can take in the scene, and we check out the menu. The offerings are unique and not overwhelmingly priced. What do you love? I ask our glittery-eyed server when she returns with our cocktails. Definitely the crudo, she says. Also the hummus. After I tried it here, I felt like I'd never really had hummus before. 
As already mentioned, she strongly encourages us to order all in one go, and we do so as follows. The crudo, falafel, hummus, yes, yes, frenya, uh-huh, and the chicken sharma. How's your cocktail, James asks. I sip. Tasty, but small. But as my server pointed out when I made this observation on our most recent visit, there's no ice in these particular drinks, and it's a fair point, too. Over rocks, it would have looked like more. I visit the bathroom, and my love affair with the decor continues. If you go, visit the bathroom just so you can check out the wallpaper. I won't try to describe it because I can't, but I for real frame it and put it up in my house. Same for the cool neon sign I pass on my way back to our table. A Hazmahand, which I know, thanks to the spiritualgangster.com, what a website, right? Is a universal sign of protection, power, and strength that dates back to ancient Mesopotamia. Along with the open lashed eye, the sign also features what looks like a star at the base of the thumb, the fleshy part, as well as a planet and maybe a little ghost? Anyway, it's really cool. Someone very talented, it's someone named Rand Eekbert, had a really good time choosing Azel's decor. The food arrives at our table only a few seconds after I do. Yeah, that was fast. I wasn't in the bathroom that long. Everything but the chicken shawarma crowds our little two-top, and crowds being the operative word. The crudo deserves another mention. Bright, hot, and sweet at the same time, and with plenty of albacore. The hummus, though. Oh, my mouth waters just looking at it. The creamy bit is so silky smooth, and the chunky additions of oyster mushrooms and hazelnuts so inspired that I realize, I'll admit it, I've been a hummus virgin up until now, too. (gasps) Blush. Despite consuming no small amount of the stuff in my pre-Azov's days. Hummus among us, indeed. The freina, a bread that is the richer, fluffier cousin of pita, is also lovely and the perfect thing to scoop up the heavenly hummus. It serves likewise for sopping up the crudo juice or the falafel tahini, not to mention the lamb butter and the beet horseradish that comes on the side. Check out those pictures on the blog. Speaking of the lamb butter too, it is herbed and delicious, and the spicy beet mixture keeps it from being too rich. Only with the falafel do I have even a tiny gripe food-wise, and it's tiny. It's wee. It's a little overcooked. The crusty outside is still flavorful, however, And the chewy inside is savory perfection. Mm. The tahini is smooth as smooth can be with an earthy, nutty flavor. I don't particularly care for the shug. That's S-C-H-U-G, new for me. A little too herby, kind of like grass. Dude, awesome. I mean the grass in your yard. Damn it. When the chicken shawarma arrives, we still have food on every plate. We do some hasty rearranging, tear the frania and distribute to other dishes, Hang on like grim death to the last of the hummus. Not yet. And make a small space. Also we. Ten more points. Let's start the quiz. You should hang on to her like grim death. Who said that line to who? Anyone? Anyone? Okay, good point. Who said that line? Come on, you want your ten points. Okay, moving on. The shawarma is a full serving of food. Hallelujah. So we are feeling okay about its higher price. You can check out the menu and all the prices on the blog. After we take a bite, we feel even better. The chicken is tangy, warm, and smoky. 
And despite the presence of the lotha bread, it's kind of a thin, almost like a tortilla, but thinner, kind of folded bread to make little wraps, the fact that the chicken is grilled makes this dish seem somewhat healthy. There's cauliflower and caraway cabbage too, along with a tree of sides. Perfect for adding to those little lotha wraps. And here's another shout out to the glorious Rena. As you're likewise noting, almost everything we ate was transferred from plate to mouth via the bread or the wraps or our fingers. In fact, I'm guessing the wait staff could have reset our table with the same cutlery after we left. Although, hopefully, they didn't. Now to the bill. For this much food and this much fun, a total of $132.06 is really not that bad. That was our total, just James and I. Maybe the cocktails at $15 and $16 are a bit overpriced for what you get. But the rest, in terms of cost to quantity, gets two thumbs with cool symbols at their fleshy bases, way up. And yes, we're going to be walking out the door not long after we walked in. I mean, like an hour. But overall, we're satisfied. We add a 25% tip, getting us to $165.08 total, and leave smiling. Still, it would not be an out versus in review if we didn't at least try it all at home. So try it, we did, with the help once again of HEB. Please go to outversusin.com and check out our review and our reboots for Ezos for all the specifics of what we made using which awesome HEB ingredients and how it all turned out. Our chicken shawarma was particularly good. And in just a minute, I'll share here the cost comparison between our HEB meal and our meal at Ezov. But for now, something fun. I really loved Ezov's hummus. You might have picked up on that. I tried to connect with Chef Bertie Richter in hopes that he'd take pity on a devotee such as me and share his hummus tips and give an up-and-coming podcaster a chance. No dice. And I guess I can't blame him. I mean, trade secrets and all that. Another 10 points, by the way, if you know who said, given up and coming, blank, a chance. No dice is a clue for that one, by the way. Anyway, in desperation to find an answer for how to make great hummus, I took to the streets, Jimmy Kimmel style. Excuse me, can I ask you a question? Sure. How do you make hummus? Are you serious? Yes. Do you, do you have any idea how to make hummus? I know it starts with chickpeas. Excuse me, how do you make hummus? Um, I'm guessing they like grind up a lot of nuts into a paste or something. Best guess. If you were to make hummus, what do you think goes in it? We're going to go with chickpeas or garbanzos, some garlic. Oatmeal, butter, sugar. Tofu. Any idea what else goes in there? Ooh, gosh. Olive oil. Garlic? I do a little onion too, but paprika, spices, that's as much as I can say. Um, hummus. Uh, no, definitely not. Okay, thank you. Maybe some assortment of vegetables or something? Uh, how do you make hummus? Uh, do you know what hummus is? Yes. Okay, what would be your best guess for what goes in hummus? Uh, lettuce. <laughs> and then how would you make it, do you think? I'm not sure like the process of making it. All I do know is that it does have chickpeas in it. Probably some seasonings. Uh, uh, excuse me, do you, do you know how to make hummus? What's that? You use chickpeas. Okay, chickpea, anything else? I'm not sure. What, what, what about you? I have no idea. Cinnamon and hot water. Do you, do you know what hummus is? Yeah, it's like a little dipping, dipping sauce. Uh, chickpeas, 
you know, all I know is chickpeas. I've seen all the like YouTubers make their little videos that make hummus. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Excuse me, how do you make hummus? I'm not telling you, it's a secret. Excellent. Okay, so that was actually a lot of fun. Although we could still use your help, Bertie. Chef Bertie Richter. Moving on once again, it's now time for the math. And yes, I know, math can be fun too. So, Azov's was a total of 165.08. HEB came to a total of $67.70. So let's take Azov at 165.08 minus HEB at 67.70, and we get a delta, a difference of $87.59. So let's revisit that verdict. Should you go or should you eat in? Eat out. Our creations from HEB were actually really good, and we'll make several of them again. But making them was a lot of work, and for the first time ever, some of our eat-in versions actually cost almost as much as the restaurants. Whoa! 12.03 for our falafel with tahini and shug, $13 for Ezops. That's less than a dollar difference. Also, despite the fact that I made James wear a white string top and play Britney Spears' Toxic on repeat while we ate, somehow it was not quite the same. In the end, Ezov is as much experience as it is food, and experiences, after all, are where you should put your money. Plus, in this case, you get to put your money where your mouth is. Just remember to tell your server that you really, really, really don't want to rush and that you'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could order things as you want them versus all at once. If Odd Duck can do it, Ezov can too. Hey, Ezov, don't you know that a rush night out is toxic? I couldn't resist. Thanks, Ezov. Thanks, HEB. And thanks to all of you for listening. Time for that disclaimer and copyright. This is a personal blog. Any views or opinions represented in this blog are personal and belong solely to the blog owner and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the owner may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. With the exception of reboot recipes, all content, including images, unless otherwise explicitly stated, are covered by U.S. copyright law. Users may not copy, reproduce, transmit, distribute, download, or otherwise transfer this content without express permission from the administrator of Out versus In, me. Bye. Dude. Awesome. Excellent.